0: You are listening to a Hillbilly Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more.
1: You are listening to Hillbilly Shorts. Thank you so much for your patronage.
0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 231 of Hillbilly Shorts, and I've got a cool little list for you tonight from the lineup.
1: Oh, great.
0: That excitement level just really didn't sound genuine.
1: I'm sorry. I am so excited.
0: And that was even less genuine. So let's just move on. But I love you, though.
1: I love you. I love you, honey.
0: All right. So we've got five great American ghosts from the Revolutionary War period. So are these great American figures now great American ghosts? Mm.
1: Ghostesses.
0: This is originally by the Occult Museum. That's who wrote this article. So, almost 250 years ago, some of the greatest political minds the world has ever produced were embroiled in a war against the British Empire for independence. The American Revolution inspired many singular people to respond to its call, and they left an indelible mark on history. However, whether it was in battle, in sickbeds, or in duels, they all passed from this world to the next. However, was that the end of their stories? The tales below suggest not telling the stories of these great American ghosts whose spirits still walk the earth. I'm interested. Tune in tomorrow. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I may not be interested tomorrow.
0: George Washington.
1: Is he a troublemaker? I feel like he is.
0: He's the most famous Continental General of the Revolution and the Young Republic's first president. George Washington is a man so famous he doesn't even need this brief introduction. It's fitting, then, that a reputation that has been so enduring is accompanied by a lasting legend. Washington's ghost is said to haunt one or more of any number of historic buildings. But most stories are concentrated on his home in Mount Vernon, though some claim to see him in Gettysburg as well. Then you've got Alexander Hamilton. He probably holds the distinction of being the best-known treasurer in in America. He also... One of only two people who were never a U.S. president to appear on currently circulated paper currency.
1: I wonder if he feels bad.
0: Well, he's he got the fame and a fortune. He's still on the bill. Well, yeah. Of course, it's... What, what's he on, a 10 or twenty?
1: What? I don't know. Who is it again?
0: Alexander Hamilton.
1: Um, I would say he's on a $10 bill.
0: I don't know. I don't either. I should know. I don't know why I don't. If you hadn't asked me, <laughs> I would know. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, his political ambitions may have been thwarted, but Hamilton's legacy lives on not only in the nation's financial institutions, but also in the house where he died, 27 Jane Street in Greenwich Village, New York City. Supposedly, his ghost lives there.
1: Oh. To this day? Yep.
0: He seems to be fascinated by modern technology, since the owners report poltergeist-like activity. However, Hamilton himself will rarely manifest briefly apparently uninterested in the house's inhabitants.
1: You know, I think I've said this before. These ghosts must freak out What what is in this world today. Right. I mean, can you imagine the reactions, like what they were like? I think that would be so cool. Yeah. Like, a, I'd like to be a fly in the spirit wall. <laughs> to see what their reactions are like when they're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know. That would be so neat.
0: I don't know if they have flies in the afterworld.
1: Oh,
0: really? I mean, why would you want flies? You'd probably leave the world just to get rid of them.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Then you've got mad Anthony Wayne. Who's that? I have no idea. General Anthony Wayne was one of the most successful, brilliant, and legendary of the Continental Army. His bold tactics and willingness to go to the offensive against the better equipped British troops earned him an impressive reputation that was unfortunately cut short by illness. A few years after he was buried, his bones were dug up and transported along what is now Route 2, or 322 so they could be buried forever in the family plot in Radnor, Pennsylvania. According to a legend so popular that, that tour guides at Valley Forge share it, some of Wayne's bones were lost in transit. And on January 1st of every year, the General's birthday, his ghost searches 322 for his missing remains. How
1: you lose the bone's?
0: It could have fell off a truck. It could have been, you know, you get there and you're putting, you're dissecting it and putting it back together and you're like, where's that femur? I don't know. I thought you had the femur. (laughs) I don't,
1: (laughs) I don't know. That just sucks to be dug up and then to lose your bones halfway midway.
0: What if Fido grabbed it and ran off with it? Get back here with that bone. And you just try to hide it like you don't know and then you get there. Um, where's the general's femur? Um... Funny thing happened. Well it's not the funny bone, it's the femur, so it's not funny. Aaron Burr. Oh. Wait. No. No. No, that's Raymond Burr. Oh. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Aaron Burr. Now we did the story on Aaron Burr, Do you remember I he do killed remember an that. Amazon and he killed uh Alexander Hamilton. Oh. In a duel, remember? Yeah.
1: And I think I had that reaction the last time you said Aaron Burr.
0: Probably. <laughs> So Aaron Burr was once a political force who went toe-to-toe with Thomas Jefferson in a contest for the presidency and is half of the reason why presidents and vice presidents run on the same ticket rather than individually. However, he's better known today for killing Alexander Hamilton in a duel that ended Burr's political career. After he fled from the duel to evade properties, or authorities, not where properties came from, Burr rested for a time in New Hope, Pennsylvania, His story, while still alive, doesn't end there, but his ghost seems to have chosen the town for his home. In and around the Aaron Burr house, you can see the ghost peering around corners, checking behind himself as he walks and examines people suspiciously.
1: Oh, because he's waiting to be pounced on, you mean?
0: Probably. Mm. He's probably thinking Alexander Hamilton's coming again. Yeah. And the last one we're going to talk about is Thomas Jefferson. Speaking of of the third president, drafter of the Declaration of Independence, an influential philosopher, polyglot, and political theorist, Thomas Jefferson himself seems to still be attached to the land he dedicated his life to improving. Outside of Charlottesville, Virginia, stands Jefferson's self-designed plantation, Monticello, which his goal still walks around. However, some people report hearing whistling, which was a habit of Jefferson's, and others claim that Jefferson himself walked up to them and asked what they were doing there. Interestingly enough, Jefferson died deeply in debt and anxious over his inability to pass Monticello onto his heirs, who had to sell it, unfortunately. Mm. Perhaps his worry provoked his spirit to continue in on the property in death so that even if he could no longer be his, he could at least preserve it.
1: Wow. How cool would that be to have T.J. walk up to you and say, hey.
0: How cool is it that you can't be there in debt, but you can be there in death?
1: I don't know. But I don't know. What would you say to Thomas Jefferson if he said, what are you doing here?
0: I would say, I got a question for you, T.J. Yeah. I'm going to say, you know, in this whole Declaration of Independence, and you put in there that all men shall be created equal, but yet you own slaves so Hmm. that really seems like a huge hypocritical statement. That's what I would say. I've always wondered how somebody who owns slaves could put in a declaration that all men are created equal.
1: Hmm. That's a good question.
0: So that's what I would say.
1: I would ask him, how's it hanging?
0: (laughs) You know, he he designed the home in Louisville, Farmington.
1: He did not.
0: Yeah, right there. That's by the Sullivan College. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's pretty cool.
0: See, I'm a wealth of knowledge.
1: You sure are.
0: So Thomas Edison lived in Louisville, and Thomas Jefferson designed that home that was out there. And then was well, there's something with Locust Grove out there, too, but I can't remember.
1: And Weezy Jefferson was moving on up.
0: Uh- <laughs> 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 okay, I'm done. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> hey, guys, if you like what you just heard, We do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.